This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to the Drive the Lane Podcast. Ohio State basketball is 1-0 after a crazy game and game winner from Zed Key, who, of course, you know we had to grab. He is on the show. And actually, he was born in 2002, so I think he's only five years old, which is pretty crazy that a five-year-old is making a game winner. This is Drive the Lane, like I said, part of the field of 68, presented by Bet Rivers. Joey, how you doing? Oh my God, I can finally breathe again. It's about 20, uh, 22 hours since the game ended. Um, yeah, that was insane. Uh, the atmosphere was pretty darn good. It was not filled. It's never filled at the beginning of the year, but it was loud. The students, shout out to the Nuthouse. Like Coach Holt said after the game, how awesome they were. They were awesome. It was free student game. It was jam-packed for students. The atmosphere was great. Ohio State played shitty, frankly. Fr- Frankly, they played shitty, which is okay. It's first game of the year. Um, Akron was great, but not like world beater, mid-major great, but they played really, really hard. They had some really good players. And you know what they say, Andrew, good teams find a way to win. And that's what Ohio State did. Awesome play call at the end. Shout out to Pito, uh, Ryan Peden, Coach Peden, who we'll have on the show here soon, Andrew's best friend. Um, he, he drew up an awesome play. They told well, – I was talking to the coaches after the game. They said a lot of people think three, three, three and a half seconds left, you know, that means you've got three dribbles or that means you have enough to take a, a dribble and take a shot or it's enough time to catch and shoot. But not a lot of people think about how many passes you can make in three seconds. And they knew that three seconds meant that you can make a pass and still score, and that's exactly what they did. Shout out to Malachi Branham for a – unbelievable pass and a great read to, to throw it into Zed and then Zed for making the bucket. I mean, I'm just glad they won because if they didn't win, you'd be seeing sad Joey Lane, but instead you're here, see, hearing from happy Joey Lane. And yeah, I mean, we can dive into my, my takeaways from the game, but I mean, I yeah. like, I like happy Joey Lane and we are so stoked about basketball season that we're going to do a quick, quick, quick little football update before we jump into takeaways and stuff like that. And that's this right here. They're, Ohio State football is in prime position to make the playoff. They control their own destiny. CJ Stroud is second in the Heisman voting, and I'm riding out the bet. Going to win, you know, hopefully it gets up closer to $500 and beat Purdue this weekend. All right, Joey, takeaways. And finally, the Bears have their franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. Yes, they do. And now on to basketball. Yeah, now on to basketball. Joey, takeaways from the game. We, we did a little reaction video last night. I'm going to challenge you here. Takeaways from the game, and don't mention how E.J. Liddell is going to win player of the year, and he's the best player to ever be named E.J. Liddell in Ohio State history. Okay, well, let me just get that out of the way. E.J. led the team in every statistical category, was the reason we were in the game last night at all. And Holman said today – he's going to have to play at that level for them to contend in just about every single game that they play, especially the big 10. And he's true. And that's true. So shout out to EJ. Everyone knows how great he is. Expect nothing less than 20 and 10 every single night, pretty much. Right. So EJ is awesome. Um, number two is the overall front court was incredible. Joey Brunk gave great minutes. Zed was the tone setter at the beginning. And then obviously won the game at the end um, on offense and defense. Zed really set the tone. 
I do think he's being challenged to play better in ball screens, which he will play better in ball screens. But Zed was awesome. Our front court is awesome. And it's only going to get better when eventually we get Kyle Young back. Who knows when that'll be, um, you know, hoping sooner rather than later. So um, Zolden's winking like he knows. He has no idea. Um, uh, So that front court's awesome. I think the only place – I guess I should – I'll stay positive. Um, The young guys – are going to be contributors, 100% contributors, and then some. Um, and I'm, when I say young guys, that counts. Zed counts. Eugene Brown counts. Michi Johnson counts. But Malachi Branham, man, holy moly, that dude is a stud. And he's just waiting in the wings to be I'm possibly the go-to guy. When I say the go-to guy, just meaning he's going to make a ton of plays for us. You saw he made a great pass to Zed. He had a couple drives to the basket for passes, a couple drives for buckets, and also hit a huge three in the corner when the game was kind of in, you know, in jeopardy. Um, so the young guys are going to play a huge role. And that Michi kind of leads me into the last thing, which is the only negative was, man, the guards struggled last night. Uh, if you want to call Justin Ahrens a guard, you can. He's not really a guard. He made some great plays on offense. He made a couple threes, and he played really good transition defense. He got straight straight line driven a couple of times, but that's never been his thing. But he's a good team defender, which is awesome. Um, I got a good point that you're going to like. What? I got a good point that you're going to like. Should I? Should you go now or should you wait? No, I'm just letting you know that okay. I am about to have a point that you're going to like, but I want you to keep going so I can finish the thought in my head. Okay, so guards, right? Guard play wins you games. We've said that a billion times. That's why we were so good last year because we had C.J. Walker and Dwayne Washington. Like, these yeah. are new faces. These are new faces. People asked me last night, like four different guys, they were like, man, how good would we be if we had Dwayne? Man, what would we be ranked if we had Dwayne? I'm like, guys, we don't have Dwayne, okay? We don't. It sucks. It's okay, though, because I think Michi Johnson's great. I think Michi's going to be great. He was really good in the exhibition game. He'll be really good moving forward. He just had an off night. And then, like, a guy like Jamari Wheeler, that's our starting backcourt, obviously, Jamari Michi. A guy like Jamari Wheeler, um, like, he's not going to give you a ton on offense. That's not his game. But he was great on defense, and he'll be even better on defense uh, moving forward. I mean, it's just it's just kind of a bummer because – Justice Suing was not himself last night. Take anything he did with a grain of salt. He just wasn't comfortable at all. I, I used, it's hard to imagine he's 100%. Whether that means 100% in shape, in basketball shape, and comfortable, or 100% healthy, I think those are two different things. I lean towards the first thing. He's going to be fine on Friday. Um, you got Cedric Russell, who is really just still getting his feet wet, playing at this high of a level in a new offense where he's not going to be the go-to guy. And – I don't know a lot about Louisiana Lafayette, but I would imagine he didn't have to play as hard on defense as he does now. Uh, and it kind of showed last night. He wasn't awesome on defense. He'll be better and he'll be a main, he'll be a contributor and a great shooting and scoring punch off the bench. I'm sure about that. People forget that Keyshawn, um, he used a similar role as, as Cedric is Keyshawn had a, he really had his roller coaster of a season, but at the end of the day, he ended up being our best offensive player at the end of the year. So uh, I know that Cedric will get it figured out. Um, Jimmy Soto's didn't play. Uh, I just, the, the guard play just wasn't good and we still beat a really good team. So we'll be fine. We just, you just need more out of your guards. That's just big 10 basketball. That's college basketball. You need more out of your guards. We'll get more out of our guards. I'm not worried. Andrew, what was your point? Well, what I was going to say is just, you know, Ohio state fans are accustomed to the lighties, the crafts, the Bufers, like 
I guess Light is more of a small forward, but like the guards that like have the ball in their hands, they're the ones taking the shot. They're the ones that are scoring. They're the ones that are winning the game. You also got to understand that last year's guards in in Dwayne and CJ, like you were saying, that's like an incredible, you know, point guard shooting guard combo that does not come around very often. So anytime you're losing those guys, it's tough to replace them. And this is this doesn't say anything about the guys they're replacing them with. It's a it's a huge step down because of how high up they were. You know, yeah. it's not it's not these guys aren't good enough. It's you don't know how good you had it last year. So what you're what you're uh you know people coming up to you were saying what would we be ranked if we had Dwayne and theoretically they both could have come back this year and and imagine that but you know it's just it's tough to replace those two guys and it's even tougher to do it when so much of the game plan is built around the two you know dominant bigs like EJ Liddell is going to be the focal point of every <clears throat> single game which he should be and last year he should have been too, but they still did a lot with Dwayne. And he, so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's something that will obviously improve like you're saying. And <clears throat> I'm excited to see, you know, Malachi continue to get more comfortable, get better, excited to see the different lineups that Holt uses, you know, when Kyle Young's back, does Kyle Young coming in, set better screens and open up the guards for better shots. You know, you never know what one guy could make and, Shout out Justin Arns. There's no better sight in the world than a Justin Arns three going down because what does it mean? Every, everyone else is – what are you going to say? I mean, everyone else is – It means think. another one's going up and in. That's yeah. what it means. When Justin Arns makes the three, it means another one is going up and in. Yeah. No, I think you're spot on. I think one interesting point that you kind of made there is in years past, with Mata especially, the guards were always the focal point, whether it was – get John Diebler shots or D'Angelo Russell or Aaron Kraft, who even he's making big plays, you know, I, the list goes on and on. I mean, even like when Jaquan Lyle was there, like he was a right. really good college basketball. Player. Well, the exception is when you have an all world talent, like a Sollinger and Odin and a Liddell. Exactly. And, and, and in the past, Holman has dealt with similar things where like when I was there, you know, it was Kada and Jay Sean Tate, not CJ Jackson getting all the shots. You know, it was Caleb Wesson getting all the shots, right? So he knows how to run the offense through the big guys. It's just interesting because in crunch time, it's hard to have your go-to guy be the big man. Um, and it'll be interesting to monitor throughout the year. EJ's different because he's more of a Kata Bates Diop sort of guy because he can catch it in the long post and he can take guys off the dribble. And, but he's his best when he is facing up in that mid-range sort of spot. And it's tough to get people the ball in that spot when they're the go-to guy in crunch time. So it'll be interesting to monitor through this year. I like this team. They play really, really hard. They're going to get better as the year goes on on defense. And, you know, just need guys to step up on offense, and they will. So I'm excited. I'm a very positive guy. Always have been, always will be. Um, this team is going to be really, really good. Unfortunately, they just are not as talented as last year's team, but they'll make up for another ways. It's not the most talented team that wins the at the end of March every single year. So well, I feel good about these guys. Well, as we saw last year, they got to win one game in March to have a better finish in the tournament. Then, so good point. you know, take take 
and they didn't win the Big Ten tournament. They lost in championship. It was, it was an incredible game. So, you know, win, win a game in March Madness or win the Big Ten tournament, and look who's bragging, this team. Yep. No, absolutely. Also, Malachi, EJ, and ZQ will be in the NBA next year. So enjoy them while they're here. I, the one thing I do, uh, I know that EJ probably won't stay for another year, but like the rest of the roster is they're four year guys, which is awesome. You know, Justin Arns, obviously, he's he, he could stay another year. I don't know what he's going to do, but like you think about like Michi, Malachi, Zed, all these guys are all four-year guys. Hopefully they're not. Like, hopefully they're great and they go to the NBA. But, like, just building and building and building to have a great year this year and the years going on when we have, like, one of the best recruiting classes coming in, it's just really, really fun. It's a great time to be an Ohio State basketball fan. Such an awesome non-conference slate. Niagara this week, we should mention that they are coached by my former assistant coach in Ohio State, Greg Paulus, which will be really, really fun. I have a fun fact for you, Andrew. Okay. Allen Iverson was named the the national player of the year in both football and basketball his senior year in high school. Can you name anyone else that has done that? Does it have to do with with Niagara? It's a, I gave you the answer. Did Greg Paulus do that? Greg Paulus. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's the wild trivia stat. So yeah, I mean, GP, I, I love the dude to death. They almost beat Xavier. They're a good team. They're a really good team. So it'll be really fun uh, to see him back in the shot. Um, and I'm looking forward to Friday. I, I really – it would be really pleasant if Ohio State came out and just whooped that ass. Yeah. That would be nice. I have two things to say before we get to Zed. Both are really quick. First one, Mizzou 1-0 and combined. Ohio State-Mizzou 2-0. and um, Second thing I want to say is you know we're excited about basketball because we were like, oh, we'll just talk for like – 10 minutes at the beginning and this has been like a 20 minute basketball conversation. So we are excited. There's like literally 400 games a night for the next few nights. How about this? And bar, shout out to, to Riggs at Barstool who we've had on the show before. Uh, he tweeted out really smart of college basketball to put 85 games on the first night, no games the second night, really no games on the third night, that being Thursday, and then have the marquee matchup for the weekend be at 11.30 Friday night, Villanova versus Gonzaga. And and Texas versus – or no, Texas versus Gonzaga, Villanova, UCLA. Texas plays the next night at 10.30 Eastern. Okay, but Friday there's actually 100 games. No, I know. There there is, and and it'll be a blast. College Hoops is back. Zed Key, we've had so much fun with him on the show. The dude is just a bona fide character. Great guy. So much fun. You'll hear from him right here in a second. Finger guns. Oh, we got to give a shout out to the guy on Twitter who got it right. Oh, yeah. It's at, OS, at OSU fan with a few N's guests first that we had Zed Key, but I think a couple other people guessed it. So we'll give we'll give shout outs to everyone because I think there's a few. Oh, you're all OSU fans. So you all you all got it. Shout out to all of you. So here's the people who got it. OSU fan, Chris Johnson. Wow. Taking some time out of a 2,000-yard season to guess Zed Key. Brad Coke, like Coke Arena, Ohio State fan. That's it. Wow. Wow. You guys are genius. Honorable mention to at the Detroit Buckeye because he guessed Diebler, and for a little bit it was supposed to be Diebler, so – 
half half yeah. right. Diebler got shoved out of the way when Zedke made a buzzer beater. <laughs> we were at the game. I was at the game with John last night, and he was like, "Of course I'll come on." And then I texted him, and I was like, "Never mind." So, mm. so yeah. Let's get to the Zed Key interview. It's awesome. He's an awesome guy. Buy his Zed Key shirts. Go to the link in his bio on Instagram to buy his shirts. I'll be rocking it as soon as I get mine. Um, I'll be getting one. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, without further ado, Andrew, bring on the finger guns, man. All right. Join us now on Drive the Lane, fresh off a game winner. For Ohio State to beat Akron 67-66. Zed Key, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Zed, timely interview, of course. We've been trying to do this for a while, getting you on. You're you're quickly becoming, if you aren't already, the fan favorite of Ohio State basketball. Um, what's the experience been, man? We it's been you've been there for, you know, you're you're a young guy, but you're a vet at the same time. What what's the experience been like so far? Um, for me, I, I loved it so far, you know, especially uh, coming from last year, you know, uh, with COVID and everything, um, no fans, and we didn't know understand the family. Um, you know, my first game uh, was the exhibition with fans, and, you know, it was, it was a little weird at first, um, you know, with people yelling your name and stuff like that, but, you know, it was fun when, uh, when I got the M1, and so everyone else doing the finger guns, so, you know, <laughs> it was, that was actually very fire. And then, you know, our first game against Akron, you know, more people were there. And, you know, just a, uh, it was fun playing uh, in front of Buckeye Nation and the Nut House. So, you know, I, I like it. Obviously a, uh, a crazy game. A nice little shout out to the Nut House there. But obviously yeah. a crazy game. EJ played great. You played great. Bunch of guys stepped up. Walk us through that, you know, the last play. Was that what Holtman drew up? Did you know you were getting the ball? Did you did think Holtman, Malachi was going to shoot it? My, my question is, did Holtman draw it up or did Pito draw it up? That's my question. Uh, it was a mixture of both. It was more Pito. It was Pito <laughs> definitely drew that play up. You know, Pito would be coming up, um, be coming up with his offensive plays off on spot. So, Pito definitely – I think, yeah, Pito uh, drew it because I just blacked out. Really? <laughs> after I made the shot. That whole moment after I made the shot, I really don't remember. <laughs> it was just a lot of um, emotion, but uh, I think Peter drew it up, and it worked perfectly. I was told Malachi, I was a little bit, I think they're going to mess up the switch. So, like, I may be wide open in the post, but if I'm not, go ahead and shoot it. And um, so it happened that they messed up the switch, and, you know, we got the result that we wanted. He made a great pass, though. Great pass. Malachi, I I was, you know, I was impressed with you and EJ, of course, but, like, you guys have been doing it. But Malachi, yeah. obviously, that's his first game pressure moment. People aren't even talking about the three in the corner that he hit, that if he doesn't make yeah. that three, it's not even a game. Like, talk, talk a little bit about him, what he brings to the table. I mean, the man, he was great last night. I think last night he was he was really good for us last night. You know, made a, a couple of tough buckets down stretch that we needed. Um, uh, he was really poised in the moment. Uh, he didn't seem rattled, which is crazy. That was the first game, and, you know, <laughs> he wasn't rattled. But um, I think he just came in and played great. Um, wasn't scared, and he played really well. Last thing we'll talk to you about, about the game winner, because obviously you've moved on now. You celebrated for 24 hours. You moved yeah. on. <laughs> As a big man, you don't get to make buzzer beaters that often. You know, yeah. you don't make the game winners. They don't draw up the game-winning play for you. 
have you do you have any buzzer beaters in your career what was the the moment i mean like looking back at it like it's pretty cool right yeah it is it's a cool feeling um it's cool to be a part of uh, looking back buzzer beaters i had a couple when i was like a lot younger but nothing really you know um i don't think we've been in, i don't think i've been in that position just to be able to like like score the ball in like a um in a game time in a game time decision like that so you know, it was good to welcome to the club <laughs> so, congrats on your congrats yeah. on your first one yeah you thank you forward, like joey said you guys got a long season ahead of you it helps when you have you ej joey brunk played great yesterday yeah. we know kyle young's coming back mm-hmm. do you zed key think ohio state has the best big man in the country absolutely like, why would I say otherwise? Uh, we're versatile. Um, we're really good in the post, and we outwork other bigs. So, yeah, we definitely have the best bigs in the country. And, and the league, too. So, I'm going to say that, too. One thing that Holman obviously prides himself on is coaching you guys up on energy and effort. You know, he doesn't want to coach you guys on that. You know, like, that, yeah. that, that's a given. That's a consistent factor. Obviously, that, that kind of starts with you. Um, just the effort that you bring. How important is it every single day, whether it's in practice or in the game, for you to bring the juice, whether it's talking, communicating, playing as hard as you possibly can? How important is that to you? It's, it's very important, uh, you know, um, especially on defense. You know, I'm, we're the back line, so we see everything really. So, you know, uh, talking is big because, you know, if you don't talk, that's when people get hit with screens and the defense starts to break down. And bringing energy, energy is, is big. Uh, you know, if you're going through like a dry spot in the game, um, you know, energy could help you out of it. If you have bad energy, then you're just a, you're just a dead weight out there. Like you're not doing, you're just, you're, um, you're not helping the team at all. So just trying to um, work on that. Cause I, like, I had a problem with talking, and especially in the beginning of the season. I would have talked enough and sometimes like my energy would be bad. So I'm just trying to come in every day and um, just bring the best energy that I can and just uh, get better every day. So yeah, just trying to get better every day. <laughs> really trying to work on that because, you know, sometimes it can be tough, especially when you're tired to talk and um, to bring energy. So Zed, obviously it's super important to focus on, on the next game. It's a big coach thing. Holt said it to us. I'm guessing your eyes may have seen a little bit of the Duke highlights last night, and you obviously have a game down the road with them. How do you, you know, stay focused on the next game and not let your mind wander to Duke? And I'm setting you up for, like, a good coach answer right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like I, I, obviously, I saw the, the highlights, and, like, it gets me excited that we're playing such a good team at such an early stage. But, you know, we have a good team coming in here on Friday that wants to beat us. So, you know, we just can't look down the road because that's really how you get beat if you look down the road and um, just start skipping over games uh, because the team come in and have a good night. And then next thing you know, like, they're up five with, like, two minutes left. So, you know, you just got to come in and um, and worry about the game, that's, uh, worry about the task that's in front of you. Uh, one thing that I have to mention, just because you kind of brought it up, the energy of the crowd, obviously, you haven't really experienced a ton of that yet. Do you yeah. understand that that was only like a quarter of what it's going to be like the rest of the year? I mean, I was in the house. It was a great crowd. Don't get me yeah. wrong. 
but it wasn't filled. Yeah. And progressively, as football season winds down and you guys keep winning, the crowd will just get more and more filled until you get to the Big Ten, the Duke game, all these games that are going to be sold out. Are you mentally prepared for how loud it's going to be in the shot? Um, I think so. I, I can't say. Um, you know, when I made, just going back to the shot, when I made that shot, uh, it was so loud in there. And I thought <laughs> it was so loud. Like, it just, like, it just erupted. And I was like, oh, my God. It caught me off, off guard. It was loud. But, yeah. It was loud. But it's that not nearly as loud as it's going to be. Just letting you know. Okay, now I'm excited. Now I'm excited because <laughs> – Obviously, I saw it wasn't filled, but there's still like a healthy amount of people there. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Zed, you should you should Instagram a picture of you making the game winner and say the shot at the shot. Ooh, wait, hold on. Let me write that down. That's already taken. Don't steal. You can't. Sorry. Uh, By who? A lot of different guys. Dockages was the shot at the shot. Um, oh, the real okay. shot at the shot is Matt Sylvester against Illinois. It's the shot at the shot. Sorry. He could say my shot at the shot. Yes, that's, that's, that's even better. Wait, but Zed, I, I, I want to ask you a couple fun questions here. Yeah. And the first one is, so even though Joey and I are now, you know, three years removed from college, we like to think that we're still in college. I have some LeBron posters hanging up. TBT, got Avengers right here. Okay. What do you got? What do you got going in your room back there? It looks like you got a lot of stuff hanging. Can you oh, walk yeah. us through this some is, of the okay. uh, some of the things and a, and a right. fish tank. It's not a fish tank. There's a Come snake on, in there. bro. You know what his tank is for. Come on, man. Come on. There's a snake in there. He's oh in yeah, there. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is like the sports wall over here. So I have my USA jersey uh, that's in the corner over there. My bed is a mess. It's okay. Um, I have my USA jersey from the tryout. Um. And then my mom makes these pictures that you see on the wall over here. She makes, I think she's from Costco or something. Like I have a whole bunch of them. And she's really good at them. And like she also gives me books for like pictures from my freshman year and stuff like that. And then there's a whole bunch of pictures from like camps I've been to, like Luhai. Like I have my little family area over here. And then I like to hang my stuff up on the wall because I know where it's at. But especially on my winter hats, because like I have a lot of stuff in here a lot of clothes and stuff like that. So I will lose stuff in this room. Even though it's so small, I will lose stuff. So I like to hang it up. So I actually know. And what the hats is me for the, um, what the hats is important for me because my head gets cold. I don't got a lot of hair. So up here, so I need my winter hats. I can't be losing those. And then, you know, the shoes over here. Um, I think I have a couple more pairs coming in, which is good. We like shoes. And then I have uh, like my jewelry wall over there. And then just like hats, and then that's really it. But I like to keep it. I want I want to look like a prison in here, so I had to keep it a little, a little, um, a little fresh in here. Uh, that's how I do. I, I people do LED lights. I can't do LED lights. Like everyone has them, so I just did my own, my own thing, just decorating. It, it looks great. i way more decorated than my room was. You also <laughs> have a pet, which I didn't have in college. Yeah, would you, I do. Would you like to? Would you like to talk? Talk a little bit about your, your okay life. so yeah in this tank here we have a uh ball python snake he is i think a year and three months old stuff like that yeah he and then he just he, he just vibes out all day like he don't he don't do much he just sits on this rock and just sits there and yeah and people like him he has his own instagram page where he wears 
hats and stuff like that. Don't ask me. I just get bored and I put hats on them. Um, and you know, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I'm, I'm not going to ask you to take them out because that'd be a whole, whole big thing, even though I yeah, he, personally would love to see it. I'm uh, so afraid of snakes that it's unbelievable. He he doesn't bite. He, he loves people. I will give it to anybody and be kind, be perfectly okay. I know he won't bite you. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, man. Well, okay. Zed, also, the main subject of our podcast has always been TikTok. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You don't really have your own TikTok, do you? I do, actually. Okay. I just right. jump, in, I jump into everyone else's because they have more followers than me. <laughs> um, I have almost 6,000 followers on TikTok. And, you know, Jimmy has... Yeah, Jimmy has a million, almost a million. So, you know, trying to balance out the followers a little bit, you know, trying to get some of his, you know. I'll jump in TikTok with everybody, uh, with anybody on the team, you know. But it takes me a longer time, like, to learn dancers. Sometimes it'd be yeah. the best. Who's the best dancer on the team? Uh, either be Jimmy, Gene is up there. Um, Jimmy and Gene, yeah, Eugene. That sounds like a band, Jimmy and Gene. Yeah, I'm, they, I'll talk to them about that. They need to make some shirts. <laughs> I think to me, wow. Probably the most important question that should not have waited until you know fifteen or twenty minutes into the interview. Talk to us about the finger guns. Where oh yeah. From what the first time you did it was it just spur of the moment? Let's hear the story. All right, so I did something similar in high school, but it was a lot more arm movement when I did it. So. I was thinking to myself, I was like, when I do you know, when I can't do all the arm movement, I'm gonna be tired. I can't be doing all that. And then I just did it after the first first game last year. Uh, I just did like more hands, and um, people they caught on after the first game really quickly. <laughs> so I just kept doing it, and you know, it's caught on, and a lot of people do it. Or well, everyone does it when I when I get the one, and it's actually a fun little thing that uh, everyone does. So. It's not going away in no time soon. <laughs> Good. And we have a lot of fun with it, too. We, I mean, we clip it every single time you do it. We tweet out with the emojis. We're all about it. And everybody's all about it. So naturally, what do you do? You make some T-shirts um, with the Zed Key finger guns on it. Where can people get the T-shirts? Um, there's a link in my bio on Instagram so you can get it. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's, um, it's a website. Um Limbook swag, yeah. It's, it's, there's a link in my bio because I was just gonna try to explain it and it was gonna be wrong. So yeah, there's a link. There's gonna be there's a link in the bio you know, on my Instagram. And what's your uh, what's your snake's Instagram? Oh, uh, his Instagram is the number seven the snake. Yeah, he. Oh, I got him right here. Yeah, look at look at him. Wow, he's a cutie, <laughs> Joey. What are you afraid yeah, of? Um, so it's nothing personal. Just yeah, not a snake guy. Yeah, look at him. He. If you squint out, you see a couple of him with him with his hat on, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah. Well, yeah. Dad, we're gonna hit we're gonna hit you with some rapid fires before we get you out of here, okay? Okay. Yeah. First one's from me. Favorite candy. Uh three musketeers. Great answer. Yep. Great answer. So yes. yes. Uh, would you rather big dunk or big block? Ooh, big dunk. Yep, definitely dunk. Favorite NBA player? Tobias Harris. 
you're going to the movies. What's your snack situation? Uh, popcorn. And maybe some nachos if I'm feeling a little fat. <laughs> but usually popcorn. Anything to drink? Fruit punch. Okay. Definitely fruit punch. Who's your favorite superhero? Oh, boy. Spider-Man. If I could be any superhero, it would be definitely be Spider-Man. Tom Holland? Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay. Well, the other ones are way before his time. Yeah, yeah but he's a big Spider-Man guy. He's a big Spider-Man guy. Yeah. I'm a big... Yeah, definitely Tom Holland because that's the only one that I... <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Mets or Yankees? Oh, boy. I'm going to have to go with the Mets, even though New York sports teams, yikes. But, but you know, I'm going to have to go with the Mets. All right. Favorite part of Ohio State besides being on the basketball team? Um, I think just, like, the connections outside of, like, the um, – Outside of basketball. Hold on. Outside of basketball. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? You wanna come you wanna come say hi to the I'm on a podcast. Uh, Joey Lane. <laughs> yo, yo, Meech, it's uh, Danny Hummer. What's up, bro? He said it's Danny Hummer. Uh, hey Danny. <laughs> Wait, I mean Joey. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> My God, oh, he, he brings me stress. <laughs> You're like his dad, man. I can. Yeah, he, he brings me stress. Um, but definitely the connections outside of um, Ohio State, like the uh, people you meet and like the um, uh, and the job opportunities outside, you know, from the people you meet after. So if you don't go to the NBA, like there's someone willing to give you a job because just because you met them. And you know, it made a good impression on them. So yeah, definitely that. All right, last one for me, and this is a tough one, and you don't even have to answer really. <laughs> Carmen, Ohio, in front of the fans, or Carmen, Ohio, in the locker room after the game? Oh. Um. That's a good question. That's a great question. Wow. Um. I'm not to say locker room, so I can actually start singing the locker room. I get, I be singing, singing like y'all don't, y'all haven't heard my vocals yet. So I don't want to, I don't want to. I'm gonna say locker room. I'm gonna keep it in store. There's, there's a couple of things about fans coming back. Obviously, it's louder, it's more fun, more yeah. energy. You get to high five the guys after the game. Yeah. You also got to sing Carmen Ohio. Yeah, I don't want to embarrass myself. People are my, grilling you if yeah. you don't know the words. So learn yeah. the words. That's why I'm saying locker room. Even though my vocals are up there, I'm one of the best singers on the team. But, you know, I can't show it off after the game because I've been yelling for the past 40 minutes. So, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Definitely in locker room. <laughs> All right, Joey, should we end this how we always end it? Yeah, Zed, we know you're an avid listener of the show, so you already know what, how we end every episode. But what we like to do is – Turn the tables onto you. We've asked okay. you a lot of questions. We got to know Zed, but now it's your turn to ask us any questions you've been dying to ask the Drive the Lane podcast hosts. The floor is yours. Go ahead. Um, um oh, questions. Come on, Zed. Um, are you guys looking to get a studio? <laughs> Good question. Andrew, yeah, live, Andrew lives in Chicago. I okay. live here. So it's kind of tough for us to get a studio. Well, maybe in okay. the future, that'd be nice. If it was our full-time jobs, then studio would be in order. I think that's safe to say, right, Andrew? Okay. Yeah, but 
I'm going to be in town for the Duke game for a few days. So if you want to visit our, you know, our makeshift in-person studio, most likely at Joey's apartment, <laughs> you're welcome to come check it out. Maybe we'll have some hats hanging on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a whole bunch of hats. Just looking at it. I have my summer hats and then I have my winter hats. Yeah. You gotta get the you gotta get the sections with the summer. You gotta get the, the season hats. You gotta organize it up like that. <laughs> that was a good question. Um, that's another question. Would you ever consider owning a snake? Me, no, never a chance. Oh, okay, I would I would take equity in a snake and have someone else do the maintenance. I would I would purchase it and be the legal owner, kind of like a horse. But oh, I would, oh. I would, I don't know if I would care for the snake. I would be it's, a little scared. It's not that hard. It's literally just feed them and have water in the tank and make sure they have like the lamps out on top for the heat. That's really it. Yeah, but what like, do how mean? do you sleep, Zed, with the snake right next to you? What do you mean? I first of all, this tank I don't have it locked right now because I was just I was just messing with him before, and then <laughs> but usually I'll have it locked so he can't get out. Oh, Wait, I- what does he eat? Rats. Live, live. Yeah. Where do you keep yeah. the live rats? I don't. I don't have any in the dorm. I just. I go buy them for like a reptile shop out here. So, uh, yeah. You have to go right. every day, or he doesn't have to eat no. every day. He eats like once a week. So he ate twice last week. I gave him two rats in one day, and he's fat for eating both of them. But, but yeah, he. I don't think he would eat until again until next week. Maybe the end of next week. You have a little like a snake. Last snake question. Do you have a little like snake carrier for if you I do or anything? I do. I do. I have it's in the back, it's under the sink. I Did you take him on any road up. trips? Robin? Did you take him on any road trips last year? Plan no. Take him on any? No. 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 <laughs> no. I should have brought him a March Madness, to be honest. We were in we were in we were in that hotel for like three weeks. Yeah, what'd you what'd he do? He just sat here. I had everything's on top. <laughs> Everything's on everything's on timers. So and he had a whole bunch of water in there, so he was fine. What about the rats? I fed him a lot before before he left. So he was great. <laughs> he was nice and fat still when I came back. I love it. Oh man. Well, All right, yeah. so, any any other questions for us? Maybe I, not. Yeah, I, I don't have any. I don't have any. <laughs> All right, man. It was more. a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Maybe next time you'll come with some some uh, the, the podcast, the, the studio question, the snake question. They're great questions. Maybe next yeah. time you're a little prepared. Maybe I have some more, but that's fine. Yeah, we yeah, will have it against you. But yeah. we, we, appreciate, we appreciate you as always. Good luck the rest of the year. You'll see me around. You'll see Andrew. And uh, we're, uh, we're you know we're on your team. So okay, yeah. uh, we're rooting for you, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. See you, man. Thank Thanks. You. See ya. No problem. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Zed Key and his snake. Um, you got to remember, these are just kids. This guy born in 2002. Insane. You know, Joey and I were born in 97. So it doesn't seem like a big gap. But once you jump into a whole different, you know, I almost said dimension. It's century. It is like a dimension. So it feels like a different dimension. This, this was one of the more fun episodes I can remember where we had an interview with like, well, I mean, <laughs> to the day after – the kid made a game winner, a buzzer beater. He was so funny to me because he was so clearly like, 
I don't know what to say on all these questions. Like I have so many emotions. Like he was like, how did it feel to make the buzzer? And he's like, man, I just was happy that fans were in the stadium. I haven't seen fans at all. It was so loud. And then I was like, yo, Zed, you know, it's going to be like five times as loud for every game moving forward. And he's like, Oh my God, I'll get prepared now. We're talking, we're asking him about his snake. I mean, the, we just asked him everything on the planet. He showed he, us his, he showed us his whole room. He showed us his whole room. He was just all over the place. I just loved it. I love it. He's got, obviously we're Zed Key fans. Some would say from the very beginning and we won't, we won't sit here and say, act like we made the finger guns famous. Cause obviously Zed made the finger guns famous. Um, but we were there from the beginning tweeting out on Zed's behalf. It's Before nice it that we can, Yeah, exactly. And it's nice that, you know, I've known him and I've met him and I've spoken with him, but it's nice to sit down and talk to him. And we know for a fact that he's an awesome guy and we are big Zed Key fans. Big. And he's big. So you got to be real big to be a fan of someone that's big. Amen. Amen. All right. Buckle up, drive the lane. Shout out Josh Schaffner, one of our big fans. He was on TV. Saw him a few times. Saw a couple drive the lane or saw a couple towel gang items. We might need, I might need to bring a bunch of drive the lane shirts and just give them to people during the Duke game. That's genius. First of all, that's genius. Second of all, we're going to get the towel gang shop back up. I got, Andrew, I got starting receivers on Iowa asking for towel gang merch. And I can't give it to them right now. The we kid from Deerfield? Yeah, we need to get it figured out. We'll Shout out it. Charlie Jones. Buckle up, drive the lane. Go Bucks. Go Buckeyes. Beat Niagara. And Bowling Green. I think we won't talk to people before that game. And BGSU. <laughs> <laughs>